You're listening to the Shamelessly Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, Ash McDonald. And around here, we do business differently. I'm a mom of three, therapist turned holistic business coach, and a self-taught expert on living life in total alignment. I'm also a 5'2 sacral manifesting generator, Enneagram 3 wing 4, and Virgo obsessed with living my life in sync with my cycle. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. We're talking about the real strategy needed to build a thriving and aligned business, which is you. I'm bringing you real and honest conversations from ambitious entrepreneurs just like you who are breaking the mold on what it means to be successful. Everything from trusting your intuition, uncovering your unique individualized blueprint, and meshing your not-so-typical business strategy with energetics. My friend, you were made for that bold life you dream of, and I'm here to help you step into your limitless power and fucking live it. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Shamelessly Ambitious Podcast. I am here to continue the conversation about our menstrual synergy. Last week, we talked all about menstrual synergy in regards to mastering your feminine phases. And this week, we are talking about mastering your masculine phases. So we dove in to all things luteal and menstrual phase and the ways that we get to use this to our power to our advantage. We talked about the importance of really understanding ourselves, meaning that this is not just about hearing what I have to say today, but it's about taking time to get to know yourself, to really ask yourself these questions, to pause for the answer, to ask what feels good. Why does this feel good? What would feel amazing right now if I could curate it in this very moment? And how can I do so in the future? It is so important. I have still to this day, have these moments of breakthrough of, oh my gosh, I learned another thing about my body, about my hormones, about my existence, about my experience of life. And now that I know this, I get to shift. I get to honor myself. This is what alignment really looks like. We also talked about the importance of being, you know, cycle syncing or menstrual informed, both for yourself, but also if you happen to work intimately with women and how this is imperative, it is absolutely 100% imperative. And so if you have not already listened, I don't know if I have to say this, but if you've not already listened to last week's episode on mastering your feminine phases, I want to deeply, deeply encourage that you start there. <laughs> Please start there. Okay. And today we will dig into our masculine phases and how to master them. And we're also going to talk about what to do with all of this information when you don't have a schedule that is 100% yours. And while I am an entrepreneur, while I do have a lot of control over my life, there are also things I simply do not have control over. Like the fact that I am always 100% of the time, 24-7, a mom of three children. (laughs) And also I'm a nomad. So I have really no idea sometimes what's going to happen. And so I've had to get really, really creative with how I honor and bask in my menstrual synergy when I'm not necessarily controlling all the bits and pieces of it. Okay. So let's dig in. Let's dig in. So we have last week ended our menstrual phase. Let's just pretend. Okay. We stopped bleeding. We are finally out of it. We're so ready to just be done. (laughs) Okay. We're just being honest. Like I am all about like not shaming ourselves, but it's not always awesome. I have this adorable white bathing suit that I purchased and I had to wait so long to wear it because Lord have mercy, I am not wearing that shit with my period. Okay. And it's those little things in life, right? Little things that are just like, come on. Right. So here we are, we have entered our masculine phases, which I personally believe are our follicular and our ovulation phase. 
Now to, again, keep it super, super, super simple. If this is brand new information to you, last week was luteal menstrual. This week is follicular and ovulation. Specifically, this is the two weeks after your period. Okay. Just to get, again, super simple, not very scientific here. If you want more science, if you want a deeper understanding, I highly, highly encourage you join the flow lab, which is my signature cycle syncing course. It is the bee's knees. If I do say so myself, And it really goes deep into understanding your cycle, individualizing the process of your cycle, and really creating a life of menstrual synergy, okay? So these are, just to keep it simple, two weeks after our period. Our period has ended. We are now officially, like the moment you stop bleeding, you are officially in your follicular phase, okay? And for about two weeks, you're in your follicular and or ovulation phase. These are your menstrual phases. And what's really cool about these phases and I'm not in luteal, but for some reason stuttering my words. <laughs> I don't know why. Breathe, Ashley, because I'm just so excited. I'm just so freaking excited. I freaking love this conversation. Like I could talk about menstrual synergy all day, every day. And the truth is, the truth is, for so many years of my life, I was in constant, in and out of constant burnout. Now, part of this is I'm an Enneagram 3. The other part of this is like I'm a manifesting gen. There's so many pieces about me. I'm a Virgo. I'm a Manny Gen. I'm all these things, Okay. And I'm a go, go, go getter. I love doing shit. (laughs) I love productivity. I love achievement. I love accolades. I love, I love my drive. I love my creativity. And the truth is that my burnout was 100% a result of me trying to be the masculine version of myself during my feminine phases. So I have learned, and again, listen to the last episode, how to honor those, how to slow down, how to nourish myself, because ultimately here's what's important to know. I'm obsessed with these masculine phases, but they're not my favorites. And that's kind of shocking for most because you would think somebody who so loves masculinity would love these phases. But the truth is my masculine phases get to thrive as a result of my feminine phases. I want you to hear this again. Okay. My masculine phases get to thrive as a result of my feminine phases. I kid you not. When I push too hard during my feminine phases, I do not get to be my best self during masculinity. And that is incredibly frustrating. Okay. And so what used to happen for me, and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this podcast episode is that I would push, 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 push in misalignment with my body right? So in luteal, in menstrual, I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm pushing. And then this time would come and I'm a dead woman. I got nothing to give. I got nothing to give because I went against the grain of my energy resources. And now I'm flat out on my back. I'm dead. I have nothing to give. Okay. Ugh. We hate that. We hate that. Don't we hate that? Right? So I actually, my favorite phase, ironically, is my menstrual phase, even though I just talked about like wanting to wear a white bathing suit. It really is because I'm just so good to myself. Like I feel this breath of fresh air, as I mentioned, I feel like a new woman. And it's also this, like, it's almost like my premeditative, like get prepared, get ready. Shit's about to get wild. I'm about to create some epic fucking things phase. It's like my let's go right? So I use my menstrual phase for like, it's almost like, I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but you're on a roller coaster and you go up the roller coaster and you're like, okay, relax, relax. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. And I'm like an adrenaline junkie. So I love this, right? That's my menstrual phase. I'm just so excited. 
And so I'm allowing all the brainstorming and all the things. I'm not meant to be talking about menstrual phase, but I think it's really important as we lead into our masculine phases that we understand that, that our feminine phases, they really do predict our masculine phases. Okay. So as we move into our masculine phase, we move into our follicular phase where creativity is top notch. Holy hell. The things that I come up with when I create space for them. So I want you to hear this again, just like in our feminine phases, I see so often and have seen this in myself as well, this this like the go, go, go mentality without intentionality, right? We also need the intentionality in our masculine phase. I need the intentionality to know that creativity is like everything for me during follicular. And now that I know this, I recognize that if I don't create space for creativity during this phase, I feel like I'm a balloon about to pop because I need to have time to like be creative, right? So one of the most important things that I do during my follicular phase is create space for creativity. I'm talking like blocks of time that are literal white space for me to just be creative. And sometimes, yes, this is business related. And sometimes this is just creativity in and of itself, like just allowing myself to be creative. What I also love about follicular phase is we have a greater capacity to take on new things, right? A greater capacity to tackle something brand new, whether this is a course or a new strategy or read a book about something new or try surfing for the first time, which I did during my follicular phase. Like it's a really good time to try things that are new because we have, again, for lack of better words, like a greater capacity for like connecting the dots with new things. Whereas if I were to be like, oh, I'm going to try this new thing in my business during let's say luteal phase, I'm going to stare at a screen for hours. Like, why is this not clicking? You ever had that where you're like reading a book and you're like, I swear to God, I read that sentence like 16 times. It's still not processing, right? This is what follicular phase is for. It's a good time to take on the challenge. In other words, right? It's a good time to take on the challenge and it gets to feel really good. It gets to feel very reviving and soul giving. I love it. We have so much energy. I, <laughs> okay. If you're wondering, I'm in follicular phase right now. <laughs> Right now, I have so much energy. I first thing this morning, 6:30 a.m., went to a Pilates class here in Costa Rica in Nosara, and it felt so stinking good. And I knew that it would feel good because I knew that that's where my energy was. Right. I've also been just getting up earlier, maybe even going to bed a little bit later. I'm still honoring for me seven to seven and a half hours of sleep. It's like there's I cannot go below that. I know that during luteal I want to go over that, and luteal I'm closer to like eight, maybe even eight and a half. But during follicular, I'm really good around seven. And that is the detail I am telling you that you get to have when you understand your cycle is like, I literally know from week to week how much sleep I need. I literally know from week to week what kind of food that I need to eat. I literally know from week to week how I'm going to be in the bedroom, what's going to feel good, what I'm going to need to ensure that I can show for my husband as well. Because the truth is, I also want to be intimate often. And I just know that my intimacy is very much based on how I understand myself and how I show up for myself, right? It feels so good. It feels so good to know these things, right? So another thing, we talked about metabolism with our luteal phase, where our follicular phase, that metabolism shifts again, and we actually don't need as much food, right? So we are going to feel better with lighter food. Like if I eat a burger and fries during this phase, it knocks me out because again, it's going against the grain of what my body needs in this phase. And so it's just, it's little shifts. Like I know people who go gung ho when it comes to their cycle. And I'm here to tell you, I'm obsessed with this. I created a course with this. I've had mentorship programs through this and I'm still not like a 
like a strict, strict, strict cycle thinker. I, I really believe in simplicity. I know that, especially in this season of my life with three young kids and living nomadically, if I set the bar really, really high for myself, I am ultimately going to feel like crap. And so I want you to know, like, you're not listening to somebody who does it all perfect. And that's why I have all this. Honestly, the greatest key and gift from cycle thinking for me is just the awareness, is just the understanding, right? And the little shifts that I make with my schedule. But yes, I do look for certain things when I'm eating. I know during my, like last night we went to the beach and we we brought our dinner. We got takeout and went to eat there. And we insisted, I told my husband, I have to go to this place that has those poke bowls because I can get a really light, like rice and a ton, a ton, a ton of vegetables and some chicken. And that's going to feel really good for me. I don't want something heavy. I don't want something that's going to just not be good for me. And I know when to stop. And I know my body. I know that during my luteal phase, I'm going to want a little bit more. I know that during my follicular phase, I'm going to want a little bit less. And so during follicular, I'm really focused on my protein because I'm going to get fuller quicker. And I want to make sure that I'm getting fuller quicker with the right things, right? It's incredibly important that you're hearing all this. I'm just so grateful that you're hearing all this. I just have to stop and say that it's, I could go on and on and on. Like it is hard for me to really stop and try to just edge this down to a few pieces of information, which is why I do highly, highly suggest that you join the Flow Lab because it really makes the world of a difference to know these things. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Okay, so creativity is on the high. Energy is on the high. We've just got a lot going on. We feel really good. We can add more to our plate. Being social feels in alignment. Physical activity in the morning feels good. Our morning, there's a lot that's going on that feels really, really good. And I love it. I love it. Okay. I will say sensually and sexually speaking, this is what we call a dry phase as is our menstrual phase. And a dry phase essentially means that you're not naturally lubricating. Yes, I'm talking about your vagina. You're not lubricating like you normally would. Again, this is just good information to have because when, if for instance, you're in a situation and you're like, I really am into this, I'm just not sure what's happening. I want to encourage you that it's just your body and your hormones and what's happening inside your body, okay? We've got all these hormones that were really, really low in menstrual phase that are rising in our follicular phase and then peaking in our ovulation phase. All of these things are going to impact our body. They're going to impact our brain. They're going to impact our physicality, the things that we need, the experience that we have, okay? Do you get it? <laughs> I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but I feel like it's so good. Okay. So then we move into our ovulation phase. As I mentioned, those hormones now peak. We are just on fucking fire. <laughs> and I will say this. There, there is something I want to say. One, you have to track yourself. You can hear all this information. I know I already said this. I'm, I'm going to repeat it. You have to track yourself. You have to take the time to understand your body specifically because what really, really works for me might not be perfect for you. And there's going to be some congruencies, of course. There is going to be some congruencies. But ultimately, a lot of what I experience is the result of having a balanced cycle and balanced hormones. Now, on the one end, I want to say this. like, If you feel like you have incredibly imbalanced hormones, I highly suggest a hormone coach. I have worked with somebody. She is absolutely amazing. Please don't hesitate to reach out if you want me to connect you with her that did all of my Dutch testing and hormone testing to give me the thumbs up that all was well, right? But I also feel incredibly confident that all was well in my body with my hormones because of this information and the way that I move and react in my life. I was telling this colleague of mine who I was having a conversation with recently that, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that we can do in terms of nourishment and, and movement and supplements and all the things. Yes, there's a lot that we can do to balance things out and to get things happening regularly, right? 
and to feel more of the quote unquote norm of what we're meant to be feeling during these phases. But also I really do believe, and this is not scientific, but just from years and years and years of practicing this and teaching this and experiencing this myself, I really believe that the knowledge, I mean, we all hear this, right? Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And just knowing the things that I know about my body, I think has regulated it. Like just taking it easier on myself, not pushing myself or pushing myself when I'm meant to be pushing myself, like just really honoring myself in those small little moments has also played a significant role in the balance of my hormones. I personally believe so deeply in the energetics of living. I really believe in our mental capacity. I mean, if I have a if I get stung by something as a, for instance, like the first thing I go to is my brain. Like you have the control to decide how bad this is going to hurt. And some people might not fully believe that. I really, really do. I believe in the power of my brain and my mentality and, and my awareness. And it is 100% just the, the most significant piece of my life, right? Is, and, and this is femininity in and of itself is I am always turning inward. I'm always asking myself the questions and I'm always waiting around to hear the answers. I'm not simply trying to push through. I'm, I'm tuning in. Like, does this feel good? Why does this not feel good? What would feel good in this instance? And I'm taking note, I'm taking note and I'm pivoting and I'm shifting. And because of that, because this particular friend of mine was like, oh, it would just be so hard because my period comes at a different time every single month. And I was like, ah, yes, that was me too. It's not anymore. I literally get my period on the exact day that I believe that I will. So like my, my cycle is exactly 29 days every single month, no matter what. And I, I wouldn't say no matter what, when I got COVID, it definitely shifted and I found a new rhythm. So there are things that will impact it, but I'm just here to say, like, I don't want anyone to listen to these episodes and think, oh my God, I have to do all these things to experience any of this. It's not true. It's not true. Now we're all different. So there might, you know, there's obviously always going to be people who need a little bit more support. And I, I'm, I'm so for that. Again, I have a referral if you want it, but ultimately there is so much power in just the knowledge of your body. Okay. Ovulation. Ovulation is a phase where our verbal skills are through the roof. This is my favorite time to record podcasts, to record live videos, to do reels, to do things that's going to require like hell to have a fight with my husband, (laughs) right? Like to do things that are going to require me to be like on my game when it comes to my communication. Um, But again, I'm just taking advantage of my energy, right? I'm taking advantage of the energy that I have and my just natural capacities during this phase. Okay. Also, it's really important that during our ovulation phase, one of the most important things internally is that our body is naturally metabolizing our estrogen because our estrogen is very high during this phase. And essentially to get back down naturally to that luteal phase where the hormones go down, it's a metabolization that happens. And for me, one of the really simple shifts that I make, so I mentioned like, you know, luteal phase, I sleep a little bit extra and I I understand that I'm going to need a little bit more food, right? Menstrual phase, I definitely go inward. I'm very conscientious of my sleep as well during that time. And ultimately just a ton and ton of permission for the fact that things are going to take a little bit longer because my body's already working really hard inside, right? Follicular phase, I'm going to create space for that creativity. I'm going to recognize that I don't need as much food and that lighter food is going to make me feel better. An ovulation phase is a really important time for me to, yes, get shit done and, and, and enjoy that. I also, like, I have so much energy that I absolutely have to move my body during ovulation phase. And if I don't, I end up having almost like a, a negative effect of like, it's almost like it floors me or benches me, if you will, if I don't move the energy. So moving the energy is really important 
taking advantage of those verbal skills is really important. But another thing that I really, really like, I try to do all the time, but I really, really try to do during the ovulation phase is to consume a lot of raw vegetables, right? A lot of raw vegetables, specifically, if you can, carrots, (laughs) really, really good here, right? So raw carrots, because these things naturally help to aid your body in the metabolization of your, I don't know if that's a word, metabolism, metabolizing, metabolization, I'm not sure, of the estrogen in your body so that you can naturally move into that next phase with ease, okay? So the last thing I want to talk about with all this beautiful information is the importance of knowing, and I think I've kind of covered it a little bit, but ultimately knowing that this does not mean that in order to take advantage of the things that you are learning, that you have to have a schedule that is yours and yours alone, right? There were times 100% when I had a, you know, a luteal phase that had a bunch of calls booked. The difference that I make, right, is that I would take the five minutes in between calls to truly rest, Ever done that where you have calls and you have time in between, but you just find yourself kind of like moving to move and you're, you know, running around trying to do something or checking your email really quick. Again, I want to tell you, it's not about dictating your entire schedule. It's about having intentionality based on the phase that you're in, knowing that you need restfulness, knowing that you need snacks, knowing that you need movement, knowing that whatever it is that you know that you need plugging that in, in the schedule that already exists and making the small changes that you can. I don't care who you are or how much you have in your life. I know that you can make these small momentary changes that are truly going to shift the way that you get to feel and get to show up in your life and in your experience of life. I know without a shadow of a doubt, because I have been doing this since when I first learned about cycle singing, I was pregnant with my third daughter, my third daughter, my only daughter, my third child. (laughs) And When she was born, and this was still relatively new to me, when she was born, I had a four-year-old, a just turned four-year-old, a one-year-old, almost to be two, and a newborn, okay? And my husband went back to work, and I was running multiple businesses at the time. I mean, come on. (laughs) Like, does it get any crazier than that? I look back on that time, and I'm like, how did I survive that. Although I say that about all of it, right? Like one, three, and five, what the fuck? How did I survive that? Right. Even now I'm like, I'm a nomad. I'm living, I'm traveling. I've got a three-year-old, a five-year-old, an eight-year-old there. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm never going to pretend like it's not a lot. I need you to hear this. I'm never going to pretend like it's not a lot. And the simple intentionality that I have to wake up each day, knowing what phase I'm in, knowing what to expect of myself, knowing little shifts that I can make to honor myself, knowing the kind of food that I want to consume and the food that I know is a no. These things have made the world of a difference in how I experience life. And yes, I fundamentally believe in how I experience success and how success gets to be not only an embodiment, but something that is magnetized to me because I am living in alignment. So my friend, I want to invite you to menstrual synergy. This is so good. I'm so glad I did this. I'm so stinking glad I did this. Again, I want to invite you to join the Flow Lab. This is a no-brainer investment for your life, for your business, for your happiness, for your success, for your your mental wellness. I am telling you, it is 110% the best investment that you can ever make. That being said, I am so excited. I am so excited because right around the corner, right around the corner, we have the Momentum Project. Are you ready? Are you ready? October, 30 days, 
a podcast every single day, you truly get to experience what being mentored by me, what having mentorship with me gets to look like, right? You get mentorship for free, the Momentum Project here on the Shamelessly Ambitious Podcast. I hope you'll be here. I am so stinking excited. Your whole life is about to change. Thanks for spending a little bit of your precious time with me today. Remember, don't be afraid to go against the norm, practice radical individuality, and do business differently. You deserve to live a life you're obsessed with, and that's found when you step out of the box and into alignment with yourself. I hope today's episode was as good for you as it was for me, and I'd love you forever if you left a five-star review and helped other shamelessly ambitious entrepreneurs just like you crack the code on having a wildly successful business without sacrifice. I'll see you next week.